Hello and welcome to Ryan Watches a Movie. My name is Adam Patterson. With me today we've got Kevin Rakestraw. Hey Kevin. Hey, how's it going? Yeah, pretty good. We're also joined by Ryan Holes. How are you? Good. All right, nice. If this is your first time tuning in, Kevin and I are challenging ourselves to find movies that Ryan likes in the hopes that we will reach a coveted 10 out of 10. You can join in on the conversation by sending your movie suggestions for Ryan to podcast at filmpulse.net or by sending me a DM on Twitter at filmpulse.net. If you like the show or even if you don't, please consider... Uh, checking out the Fredericks Ataxia Research Alliance website at curefa.org. Ryan, you wanted action this week. So what movie did we give you? Hardcore Henry. Hardcore Henry. This is from 2015. This is directed by Ilya Nishuler. I have a synopsis here. Henry, a newly resurrected cyborg who must save his wife slash creator from the clutches of a psychotic tyrant with telekinetic powers, Akon, and his army of mercenaries. Fighting alongside Henry is Jimmy, who is Henry's only hope to make it through the day. Ryan, tell us a little bit about Hardcore Henry. Well, uh, this guy, but the very starts when this guy wakes him in sort of a failed laboratory, and the doctor had wake him up. Claims to be his wife, and she's basically replacing all of his limbs, which have been blown off, and putting biotic or can I say biotic? Is it the same? Yeah, yeah, like robot arms. But biotic up on him, and does everything but give him a voice. So the entire movie just shakes his head yes or no. And the entire movie is also in first person perspective. And to me, it was like watching Mirror's Edge, Mm. but more violent and more bloody. Mm-hmm. They escaped the laboratory in a parachute that falls to the ground. And when he gets to the ground, he meets up with a guy and he keeps beating up with the same guy. And the guy boards him and then almost immediately is killed. Somehow, and you find out that there's a doctor who is a paraplegic, but he's basically making all these serotonic beings, and he controls them with a VR helmet. So, him and this guy had replaced. The guy dies, another instance comes back to him. They fight some more, Henry lives, the guy dies, that keeps happening throughout the movie. And towards then, the cybertronic doctor gets mortally wounded. So he, the actual guy, dies along with obviously all of his cybertronic self. Henry goes to invade this main bad guy's hideout and eventually fights open in her army of cybertronic guy and the the main bad guy thinks that he 
He's hardcore. So what did you think about this movie overall? It was pretty cool. Pretty cool. Um, first part of it, I, I got motion sickness while watching a movie, but this kind of made me uneasy. Oh, no. But then with the various twists and turns come into play and make it all worth it. Yeah. But they did what they could with it. It was pretty, it was worth watching at least once. Yeah, I mean, this is the only movie of its kind. That's the first ever action movie that was shot entirely in first person. And to my knowledge, there hasn't been any others since. And I agree with you that it does take some getting used to and if you are prone to motion sickness this is a this is kind of a a tough movie to watch at at least at first i I think you're right ryan that you do get used to it after a little bit like after your eyes and your mind sort of settle into the the fact that it is first person and it's very shaky and they did what they could they did the best that they could with it it's it's actually really interesting i think this is a movie that is worth checking out how they made it because when you watch this movie you're just like how did they how did they do some of this stuff like some of the shots are so crazy looking first of all the movie's shot entirely on gopros so the whole the whole movies they used actual gopros and they built this rig it's like a a mask basically that holds two gopros in it and the gopros sit underneath the the person's chin like by their mouth and that's how they shot it. It's like a helmet. And they started out, the, the first rig they used, they actually took a predator mask, like a Halloween mask, and like sort of, yeah. they sort of like cut out the, a pattern in it and they strapped GoPros to this predator mask. And that's what they used to do it. And then they realized that they needed more stabilization. So they came up with this like more advanced rig that helped with the uh, stabilization. What do, you, what do you say? Like the, when you get your mind around the different twists and turns of the plot, then the mission didn't seem to matter as much. Regarding the plot, uh, this movie is a video game. If you're into video games and you can accept most video game logic and video game plot lines, then, then you'll 
I think be comfortable with the the narrative of Hardcore Henry. It this movie is follows the same beats as a video game. You have you know your main boss battle that you're that you're building up towards. You have like some mini bosses in there too, and the movie is by and large just a series of action sequences with very short very short breaks in between the big action sequences. Now, regarding the action sequences, Ryan, were there any highlights for you? Like, what did you think of the action overall, since this is a very action-heavy movie? When he went after the tank, and when he went after the different bands, and when he was in the brothel, all the scenes were pretty interesting. The brothel, everyone's in there, people dying everywhere. Many girls screaming. <laughs> yeah, many girls screaming. Uh, the body count in this movie is out of control. Like, as you said, he takes on an army at the end of the movie, and there's like, I don't know, th- he kills maybe thousands of people. And the movie is pretty much real time. Like, the, there's cuts in it. It's not like a one-shot movie. It it doesn't try to be. There, there are plenty of cuts, but it is shown in in sort of like a real-time fashion so over the course of like a day this dude kills like three thousand people it's insane it's just there's so much mayhem happening that's the guy who's like too many though too many bodies like it's it sounds like it would get kind of exhausting after a while um there's only so many ways that you can kill a dude right well, I mean, this movie does a pretty good job of running the gamut of <laughs> yeah variety of kills. <laughs> I, I wanted, I definitely wanted to get into that, especially the the boss fight at the end and what because you know that you're always wondering how the big boss is going to get it in the end, and is it going to be satisfying? Like, is this evil person going to get a satisfying end? And I'm going to spoil this just because this is a movie that's like five years old and it's pretty incredible. What Henry does is, first of all, he splits the guy's hand in half. So he grabs the fingers and splits it right down the middle. So that's number one. Number two is the guy, because he's like telekinetic, he like picks up Henry and they're like in the air. So they're like suspended in the air. Henry rips out his own eyeball, which is like, it's a camera, so it's like connected to like these thick wires. It's not like a regular human eyeball. He wraps mm-hmm. his eye he wraps his eyeball around the guy's mouth and he squeezes it so tight that it actually cuts the guy's head off at the the jaw. And that's that's how he kills him. <laughs> now Ryan, is that satisfying satisfying for you? It sounds like right up your alley. This scene when you find out that the doctor is not who it says he is, and you keep meeting different versions of him. That was probably the best for me. Mm. Ryan's, Ryan's really into the twist of this movie, it sounds like. More so than the action. Yeah. He's coming back to the twisties. Yeah, it's kind of... Now, Charlotte Copley plays the Jimmy, the, the guy who's in the wheelchair that has all the avatars. And he has all these like different characters. So like one of his avatars will be like this like seventies punk rocker guy with a mohawk, and the other one will be like a British uh, soldier, and the other like all these different versions. 
of himself. Like one's a sniper. And I thought that that added a, a, a bit of flavor, a little bit of color to this movie that, that is otherwise pretty serious. And he did a really good job in it. Shrelto Copley. I loved the scene when he was like rapid firing, like when he was switching between all the avatars, like super fast when the guys, when all the, the bad guys were coming to uh, kill them and they're sniping them. So they're like, they snipe a whole bunch of guys. And then he switches to the punk rock avatar guy who has a machete and he's just chopping people up and then he blows himself up. Uh, that was that was a really cool scene. Mighty switches, they just got a pull over. Yeah, they just like they just go limp, like they're like rag dolls. They just fall over. <laughs> but that that to me that was hilarious when they were all in that one room and they thought Henry was bad because he had that camera. <laughs> And he, and he fought all of them at once, yeah. which I thought was a really, I don't know how they shot that. That was really impressive. The fact that they had that many Charlotte Copley's in a room and were able to seamlessly pull in all those different versions of him. It looked really good. And I think that that just like overall, I think that again, I'll sort of underscore the technical achievement of this movie. It's really astounding. Like the, the, um, the chase sequence when he's jumping like on, when he's on the van and there's like that big shootout and like Charlotte Copley's throwing him grenades and he's tossing grenades in the van and he pulls out that big like chain gun and he's just like blowing up vans on the highway. It's, it's crazy. It's, it's really wild. And if you watch the behind the scenes video stuff for this, it's, it's even more impressive to see how they actually were able to achieve this. <clears throat> This looks like a really dangerous, you know? a really dangerous movie to shoot. Yeah, no, this. I mean, this sounds like one of those instances where, like, the behind the scenes making of might actually be more interesting than the film itself. Mm-hmm. I, th- I, I, well, I was going to actually say that exact that exact statement earlier on. <laughs> it's. I, I think you, you are right. Just because the story is a little. For me, at least, it was just like, uh, it's fine. Like, re- really, the story's just there to give us an excuse to to show this crazy amount of action. Ryan, yeah. did, you, did you think it was too much action? Did you think it was, like, overloaded with action? No, no I mean, all of it was necessary to prove that, like, he was in the... Or that he was a cybernetic guy, and then all the bad guys were cybernetic people that were being controlled by someone else. Come on, man. We're talking about Ryan here. Like, there's, it's never enough. He could have killed, like, 40,000 people. Ryan's <laughs> still like, I'm just getting a taste for this. Uh, Ryan, what did you think of the... There was there was a really cool montage towards the end during the big rooftop fight when they were they were playing Queen, and uh, there's a scene when you see Henry grab a guy by the the back of the head and smash his face on like a brick wall and slide his whole face down the brick wall and just rub the whole thing off. What did you think of that? <laughs> they were, uh, they were, that didn't really stand out, man. No. <laughs> Face the face grinding. This is who we're fucking talking. This is who we're dealing with, man. <laughs> you could have a guy 
get his face smashed into a brick wall and then scrubbed clean off. And Ryan's just like, doesn't really register to me. <laughs> oh, there, man. Was, there was so much stuff happening. <laughs> Nothing stood out. Like, every, like people had shot the happens and our rifles and their whole head explodes. Yeah. Yeah, I will say I mean this this movie is the the level of violence in this movie is is pretty insane. Like there's some really crazy shit that happens. Like like nobody nobody goes out in a in a good way in this movie. Everybody goes out in a very painful, awful-looking way. The flame throwing guys on the bus. Oh yeah. Man went out there man. That was a great that that yeah that scene was really awesome too when they first introduced the flamethrower guys and they have the like triangle mirrored suits on and all of a sudden you just see like a flamethrower guy appears and you're just like what the what the fuck uh it's it's a really intense movie and again I'll say there there's not there's not much substance here if you're into video games and you and you like really high octane crazy action video games I think that there's there's something to enjoy with Hardcore Henry. Now I know Kevin, this is definitely this doesn't seem like a movie that you were you would be interested in. I, I remember when this came out, you weren't interested in it. I take it you're still kind of like not for me. Yeah, I, it, I like I'm interested, but I I don't know like the motion sickness thing. I don't know if I can handle it. That was the thing that was off putting to me when this came out is. Yes, it looks it looks good and definitely interesting in terms of like a, a trailer, but I don't know if I can do that for an entire runtime of the movie. This this was born out of a Biting Elbows music video called Bad Motherfucker, which is kind of the same concept. It's all done in first person. And I, did did you see that video, Kevin? Yeah, yeah. So if you saw that and you can tolerate that, then you'll you'll more easily be able to tolerate hardcore Henry because hardcore Henry is smoother than that video. Like it's, it's yeah. better. It, they, they refined the, the, the technical style. Were, the music video was all predator mask. I'm taking, I think so. Yeah, actually that's my, that's my guess. Yeah. I think the music videos and, and well, the, I don't even think it was the predator mask for that music video. They had this other sort of rig that they made. No, you know what they did? They used the actual GoPro, like the branded one, like the one that you can buy Uh, online. And the problem with that was that it, the placement of the camera was too high up. Like it was on your forehead, I think. And the reason that they couldn't do that is because it could, it didn't show enough of the person's body. Like it didn't show the ar- yeah. the arms and hands and feet enough, so they needed to lower the camera down, and that's why they lowered it to like the mouth, chin area. Gotcha. Anyway, if you can tolerate that music video, I think that you'll be able to to handle Hardcore Henry. And you know what? It's 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 not like you have to sit through it in a theater anymore. Like I like in the theater, it's sure. really intense. I mean, even for me, and I'm I'm somebody who does VR a lot. I don't get motion sickness in VR at all. And I was feeling uneasy in, in uh, the theater during this, but watching it at home, I think is definitely a little easier and you can take breaks. You know, you can stop it if you're like, Ugh, 
<laughs> Take a little breather. Yeah. When you when you go through the brothels and you know, the comedy of that makes it all worth it. Gotcha. When I get through the brothels, that, scene, that should scene I made me laugh on. Brian, at the brothel scene. Yeah, that, Brian, uh, the the screaming naked women. Brian enjoyed no. that. Um, we're talking about like, the guy who did cocaine, like everywhere. Yeah, that that version of Charlotte Copley was cr- funny. Do you think that the the first person perspective? Do you think it works in um movies? Do you do you want to see more movies that are in this style, Ryan? If they're good, but if they're good. <laughs> Then no, <laughs> but I mean, I never obviously I never saw anything like this, so that was pretty interesting to me at least one time. I like I like that because you can essentially just extend that to all movies in general. Yeah. If you do it good, yeah, I'll watch it. <laughs> if you do a shit job, I'm not interested. It's funny. It, it is kind of interesting that this movie basically cornered cornered the market. Um, there have been, and again, I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure there haven't been any other feature length first person movies. Yeah, but it also feels like one is fine. Well, and that, and that, and then I was gonna, yeah, I was gonna follow it up by saying I think this movie achieved everything that one could hope to achieve in a movie of this style. Like what when you see. When you see this movie, you're like, what else is there? Like, they did everything. Yeah. They did everything in this. There's there's hand-to-hand combat. There's shootouts. There's car chases. There's, like, sci-fi elements. There's tons of violence and, like, all parkour. kinds of... Parkour. Oh, yeah, there's a lot of parkour in it, too. So you see, like, lots of crazy, like, jumps and stuff. And, you know, that scene when they're running on top of the bridge on, on the... Very, very yeah, tough. Like they did that for real. I, I watched a behind the scenes video and the, the two guys, they actually did that. Like there was no wires or anything. It was just two guys running. When, when you see, when like us talking about Dan Johnson, you have to see that part. Yeah. It's like a very, very, very skinny I-beam that's a couple hundred feet in the air. And there's just running out like it's nothing. Yeah. It's pretty like wild. It's pretty wild. <clears throat> and, and I would like to just reiterate that the, the effects work is really good in this this is a movie that was made for two million dollars and i think a lot of the effects work is extremely impressive now there's a little bit of cg that's used towards the end that uh, that looks a little bit dated but for the most part uh, most of it is done practically and it looks really impressive and and this is like you know there's like grenade launchers there's rocket launchers they're shooting rockets at vans and blowing cars up and stuff so it's a very complex shoot and it looks it all looks really good. Hmm. Part of me wonders if they were able to get away with more because this is this is a Russian film and it was shot in Russia and I'm wondering if they were able to if maybe the some of the safety regulations and stuff are a little oh, yeah. bit more lax over there or something. They bunch shit up for real. Yeah. So mad. Okay. Yeah. It's it's uh, it's pretty wild. 
I would, re- I would recommend it. A lot of people hated on it. A lot of people really hated on this movie. And I, I never quite understood it. Like what, this is a movie that, that delivered on what it set out to do. Like it set out to make yeah, it. Yeah. What do you want? What more do you want? Yeah. Uh, all right, Ryan, any final thoughts before we give you a drum roll on hardcore Henry? No. Okay. What do you give hardcore Henry? Nine. Nine out of 10. Hell yeah, he does. Nice. Oh nice. my God. Fucking rolling. Yes. Fuck. Killing it. Did we just need a quarantine? I know, right? Yep. That's, we got locked in. <laughs> uh, all right. So, what are you in the mood for for next time we meet? Uh, uh, anything good. Anything good. I mean, we've been doing a pretty good job. We have, but now he's opening it up. Now, now, it, and it, this is when we're going to fail. It gets harder when you have more options. Like, yeah. I, but I, I feel like I keep saying the same thing over and over. So I don't want to choose a comedy or action or whatever again. Yeah, it does seem like this. And then once in a blue moon, you sprinkle in a horror movie. Yeah. But it does seem like it's just comedy and action back and forth. Recently, yeah. For a while there, it was he, for a while there he wanted like horror movies a lot, and then yeah, since the since the COVID, that, that kind of died. yeah, which makes sense. Yeah, yeah, we're living we're living a horror movie. Yeah, we don't especially need... did you see Murder Hornets? We're dealing with Murder yeah. Hornets now. No, let's not talk about. It. Let's just act <laughs> like that's not a thing. That's not a thing. Oh God, All right. we're fine. We'll do we'll do a period piece. I, I bet we no, could Victorian era. Maybe a Shakespeare. Oh, no. yeah. I don't know about that, but <laughs> I bet I bet we could find a period piece that he would like. It just it has to be the right the right kind that has lots of fucking Did gore in it. Did you ever see the show Another Pin? Yes, I like that show. That'd be a fun movie. Sort of like that. I mean, that's just hilarious. Actually, I what actually show? do uh, Another Period. Okay. I actually do know of uh, something that might that might be that, that oh, shit. pretty much that, but oh, we're already percolating. Yeah, we're we're formulating the plan here. All right, uh, any final thoughts before we close it out this week, Ryan? No. Okay. Thank you so much for listening. You can send us your picks, Ryan, and questions to podcast at filmpulse.net. You can follow us on Twitter at filmpulse.net, at filmpulsekevin, and at my legs don't work. And if you have a minute, consider reviewing us on your podcast platform of choice. For Kevin Rakestraw and Ryan Holes, my name is Adam Patterson. We'll see you later. See you later.